This podcast goes out to all those fathers out there, those that want to become fathers, those that are new fathers, and those that are seasoned in fatherhood. Let's go. Time to step it up and be a role model. Do the best you can. Keep that hand on the throttle. It starts with the will. Guidance will continue. Different shades of dad because the dad lives in you. Mm, There we go. That's what I'm talking about. That's how you start off a podcast, right? (laughs) With a dope intro. Welcome, everyone, to Different Shades of Dad, the podcast, a platform for fathers to come together as a community, whether you're a new dad, alumni dad, we can call it, seasoned dad, as the intro said, or have interest in becoming one. Many different shades of dad out there, right? Single dads, daddies with all girlies, daddies with all boys, some in between, whatever it is, this is your platform. We all have a story to tell and we want to hear them right here i'll share some of mine i can't wait to hear some of yours and how we can apply these you know to our lives and our future and our fatherhood parenthood my name's odm robert gutierrez from lighter shade of brown and of course my lovely family the rvg fam um i'm your host of this podcast this is uh podcast number two or as they say Season one, episode two, to be politically correct. By the way, if you're listening on anchor.fm, there's a support button right there where you can contribute to the cause. Throwing that out there and keeping this podcast going. Uh, eventually, I'd like to bring this to video, you know, via YouTube or I, I got to find some type of platform, Vimeo or something. But I think, you know, it, it's always better to see the person's reaction, right? Or expressions, I should say, and reactions, depending on who we have in studio or. Just mine. I don't know. Maybe you want to see my cara. <laughs> so welcome to another show. As you could tell, um, becoming a stepfather and meeting my uh, stepdaughter for the very first time was a blessing in itself. By the way, shout outs to all the stepdads out there, step parents as well, because I know we have some women listeners listening too. Um, off top, I mean, let's go back to when my wife and I first started dating. And, um, because I, I didn't meet my stepdaughter Layla right off top, you know what I'm saying? Like right from the beginning, like my, my wife was just going to introduce me, you know, to her daughter, just like she was going to let me into her life just like that. Right. 100%. What's crazy is I met my wife, Vanessa. I met her dad first, actually. I ended up DJing a party, right? Um, that's where I was uh, introduced to Jaime, my father-in-law through him is where I met Vanessa. And the rest of the family, right? Layla was around, you know, running around. It was a Halloween party. It was a Halloween party that I DJed. I know Layla was around, you know, with her cousins, probably running around. I hadn't met her yet. So we were there and I was, you know, DJing. We had a great time, whatnot. Got her phone number. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we kind of, you know, kept in touch via Instagram, social media. Me and my wife and the rest of the family. A year later, though, is when we hooked up. There's where we started dating and going on our dates, as I was talking about. By the way, our first date was a dinner date. My wife, she just thought dinner dates were like the weirdest thing. They were just awkward. I don't know why. Maybe her ex never took her on a dinner date. She just thought they were awkward. And I was like, I wanted to find out why. But anyway, our first date was at Puga de Pepo. Hopefully I'm saying that. Or is it Peppa? <laughs> the Italian spot, right? Uh, so best date ever. So that led to other dates. Going back to the subject at hand, because I want to get off course here with my stepdaughter. 
after I would say maybe a couple of months into dating um, Vanessa, I remember we were in her backyard in her dad's backyard. It was another gathering and Layla had came over to her, you know, asked her something, mommy, I need this or whatnot. Layla, like, I think she was six and a half when I met her. And I, I was like, all right, is she going to introduce me to her right here? Is this where it's at? Is this the moment of truth? Nah. <laughs> she came up, asked her a question, and that was it. You know, we just continued on with our conversation and just kept talking like nothing. And part of me was like, okay, you're not going to introduce me to this little girl right here? At least just say, you know, this is mommy's friend or whatnot. But no, Vanessa just kept it, you know, within time is probably what she thought. But it was an, another time where I kept, you know, because I kept going over the pad because that's where everybody's, Hyman likes to throw a lot of gatherings. You know, my father-in-law, if you haven't noticed, if you follow us on our YouTube channel, uh, the RVG fam, but, you know, we're always basically back there. So I was invited back once again. And finally, I believe she introduced me as mommy's friend. And she said, hey, I want you to meet my daughter. This is Layla. Layla, this is mommy's friend, Robert. There's where the introduction was formally done at. So then, yeah, you know, we established that relationship. And I'm trying to remember the first time, like, we went out. I don't recall, because I have a short memory, us going on, like, a dinner date or whatnot. The three of us are going out. Me physically taking them both out, you know, mommy and, and daughter. The memories I remember is when Vanessa had moved out of her parents' house, got her apartment with Layla, and decided to live on her own. I thought it was the best thing ever. And it was right on time because we had started dating. And, you know, now I could just kind of just go over there and at leisure and freely. And she accepted me to come through and chill with her and Layla at her apartment. And it was cool because, you know, she would cook for me, go over. Layla and I, we would watch TV. And, you know, I think her thing was the Minions despicable me is what it was. I had still, you know, I was learning the, the TV shows because, hey, I didn't have a daughter. I didn't have a son. I didn't watch cartoons at all. You ask me about 80s cartoons, I'll tell you all about those in the 90s. As far as anything past, you know, 2000 and up, blink. But despicable me was on, on, the, on the channel. I remember specifically watching that. She loved that movie. You know, she would dance around the living room to uh, Pharrell's Happy. Yeah, it was all good. And then, of course, Frozen was like her movie. Like it is every child's, right? Like, you know, within that age, you know, and that was her thing. Frozen. Uh, everything was decorated around, you know, everything she wore was frozen whatnot. So, I, you know, right off from the top, though, from gate, like I like I said, if you listen to the last podcast, you know, I've always gravitated towards uh, my, lung, my younger cousins because I'm a big kid at heart. I think that's what it is. That's where it stems from. And, you know, if you know me personally, you know, this dude acts nothing like his age. Like he is just a free spirit, a, well, up until I got married, <laughs> but you know, he's young at heart. Definitely. I'm in, I'm, I'm playing games out there with the kids. I'm doing this and that. And with Layla, you know, I'm, we're watching Despicable Me. We're watching Frozen and we're building this bond, not even knowing, you know what I mean? She doesn't even know cause she doesn't get it. She just knows me as mommy's friend. So holidays would come around Halloween and I'd go over, I, I'd help them decorate the, the win. Actually, no, the windows would be decorated as far as the Halloween decorations in our little apartment. I would go attempt to try to carve a pumpkin. Now this, I sucked at carving pumpkins, but I was willing to try cause you know, I'm, I'm trying to 
be the good role model here or, or figure. You know what I mean? I wasn't trying to be a father figure. I was just trying to be a good friend and just be a part of the whole thing. And I'm up for learning these types of things. Carving pumpkins is not one of them. Like, I can't do my My writing sucks. Like, my penmanship, I have the worst penmanship. Like, when I sign autographs for fans, like, I always warn them. I got to tell them what I wrote because the chicken scratch is so bad. <laughs> right? So, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm trying to carve the pumpkin. We admit that my, my, my skills suck at it. So, mommy, of course, is really good. My wife, as you know, she's crafty if you don't know. It was just the time spent, though. It was the introducing uh, a new head, you know what I'm saying, uh, into her world, Layla. And I didn't want to come across as, by any means, this weirdo guy for her to think anything different, like, at all. Like, I just wanted to show my kindness. And because one thing you want to do is always, and, and just in relationships, is build a, per, a person's trust. That's all I was doing and having fun at the same time, right? We would do little stuff like that. And I remember we would go to dinner. I remember taking Layla and her mom for ice cream. And she would say, ah, I like Ramella. I said, what's your favorite flavor? Ramella. <laughs> Obviously, she was trying to say vanilla, but it was the cute things. I remember she had a little puppy, too. It was Daisy. And Daisy would run around. I got along with the dog, too, because I love dogs. I'm a you know, dog lover at heart. So they, you know, they had a little puppy and, you know, we would chase her up and down and we would just play around with the dog. And well, during that whole year, I got to learn a, a lot about Vanessa and our first year in dating and Layla as well. Layla, she was very, uh, very open, like as far as, you know, she was just a typical little seven-year-old, six-year-old, you know, just dancing around, just being cheery and very happy, a good soul. I mean, now she's just like, well, preteen and you know what I mean? Like, I can't get her to say a word on camera. I get it. Like, teenagers, they go through those spurts, right? And she's she's more aware of it now, of her surroundings, where back then it was just, I don't care, let's do this, come on. You know, let's go here, let's go there. Going to the pumpkin patches on Halloween and getting on the rides with her and just enjoying the time as I was learning about, you know, what was soon to be my new family. Um, and I didn't know. I just, I was living in the moment. It was so awesome to have... You know, not only Vanessa as my partner, her child, her daughter, which came with comes with the package, by the way. Take note, new new fathers, those that are dating, you know, single mothers with children. It comes with the package 100 percent. So if you're willing to accept your girlfriend and you have to accept your children or child, if, if, if it comes with more than one, the package. So it was awesome. Like, man, I loved it. You know what I mean? Because here I am just hit 40 and I'm like, dude, like. I'm ready. Come on. I've been ready to settle down for, with a family. I want to say since my early 30s, I already knew I was going to be a great dad in my mind. I already knew what I had to do. I built my foundation with my rap career, my radio career, did what I did, saved up, and I got married. Well, we haven't got there yet, but you know what I'm saying? That was the plan anyway. So here we are spending some time the whole year. We go here. We go there. We go to Disneyland like a family would. I started, you know, becoming closer with, with Layla and it was too close to the point where I felt, man, like she would always go to Stevens. Now, Stevens is her biological dad, right? I, I remember getting bummed out because basically I would see her every day or every other day when I, I'd go over to Vanessa's. We eventually, you know, started uh, living together after a period of time. And but yeah, I remember she would go over to her biological house and it was just bothering me. 
because I'm like, wow. And you're probably going, well, why does it bother you? Because there were certain things that I observed prior to her going, certain things like maybe he wouldn't pick her up on time or wouldn't pick her up like not even at all when he said he was going to. And that right there just got under my skin. I'm like, dude, you promised this girl, your daughter, that you're going to pick her up on this day. But because whatever the reason is, you didn't or you didn't call. Or, and it didn't happen just on one occasion or two occasions or three. Like, it would happen often. So, yeah, naturally, I'm like, dude, like, this girl legit wants to come see you and her grandmother, her grandparents, and your your side of the family, and, and you're not making that possible. Vanessa and I, we, we'd go pick her up from school. Sometimes he would pick her up from there. He would never take her to school because he, was, he wasn't up early enough to do that. So Vanessa would do that. Yeah, so it was just stuff like that, you know. It would bum me out when she would go over there and other reasons just came along because, come on, I mean, the more you get attached to somebody, you know, a little bit of jealousy is going to kick in. You know what I'm saying? And us as men, as as humans, we, you know, we're already like, whoa, like this is, this is what I got going on right now. And you don't want nothing to tamper with it. You know what I'm saying? You don't want nothing to damage the relationship you got going on. And anybody who tries to come in, you're like very protective, right? I don't know if that's just me. Maybe you can message me and, and let me know differently. Maybe some of you can relate to that, but it just it just bugged me. Yes, her biological is in her life, has been. He's cool. We've talked a couple times. You know, if you I'll see him every now and then. He drops her off now and uh comes and picks her up, whatnot. But here's my thing. My job is to once I finally fast forwarding, married Vanessa, I married Layla. And what that means is I accepted her whole, whole whole package and I was ready to create. I knew my years ahead of us. I knew I, that eventually wanted more children, but I also knew that I had one that I was responsible for already at seven years old. And I have to protect her like she's mine, like she's ours. So never did I miss a beat on that. And how could you? Like, you know what's out in the world out there. You know the craziness that's out there. You know what good is out there. You know what, what's bad out there. So it's up to you as someone who's guiding a young spirit, a young soul like that. So our relationship, the day we got married, I got down on my hands and on one knee. I asked her to come over while I was at the altar. And I just read this message to her. And I said, hey, Layla, uh, in so many words, I want to thank you for accepting me to be a part of your world. Thank you for allowing me to be into your atmosphere with you and your mom. I promise to be the best father that I can tuck you in at night. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Say prayers with you and just so that you'll feel that comfort from me and that knowing that your mommy is with, you know, in a better place with her husband. That's what I did. And it was the most heartfelt moment ever. I mean, I cried like a baby at the altar. I did when my wife came down the aisle. And then secondly, when I read that to her. And I know she really didn't understand it because she was young. Here we are. Now, like, she's gone. I'm watching her grow up. You know, she's going to her, her elementary school. And, and I'm, I'm seeing her go through that first year, second year, third year, going to all these dances. Uh, by the way, there was one dance that I, not all these. The father-daughter dances, she would go with him. Okay. And that also bugged me. <laughs> like I tell you, man, every little thing I got celoso over, man, I was the one that was there already putting in the work. Do you feel me on that? 
Like you just, bottom line, you have to try extra hard. You have to, by actions, showing is everything. Forget words. You know what I'm saying? Like I have to physically show this young girl that I'm going to be a great example for her and to be there when I say I'm going to be there to do what I'm going to do and, you know, within my power because we're not perfect as men. You know, there's things that come. But, I mean, best believe when she had like a little play, school play going on, it was 9 o'clock in the morning. I was doing the morning show. I was bouncing early, and I was speeding down the 91, you know, (laughs) try to get there on time because I didn't want to miss that because I know that these are precious memories you can't get back. So she's always going to remember that. You know, he was there for my cheerleading practices and events, and he was there for my uh, end of the school dances, and he was there for my movie nights when we would go watch it in the grass and watch the Despicable movies and cartoons on the big screens with other families. He was there for me when, you know, I got scared at night. You know, she likes to go to her mom a lot. Layla's very close to her mom, and that's a given. It was just them two together up until we got married until she was seven, so I get it. But, I mean, letting her know that I'm there for you and trying to communicate with her and learn her ways and her learn my ways, you know, just trying to just be the best, guys. That's it. That's all that you can be. Like my intro said, you know, it starts with will. That's it. You got to have the willpower to want to do it. So that's what I did. And, And now here we are five years later, married, six years into our relationship. Layla's now what? She's a 13 now, teenager. And yeah, we've had our ups and downs. You know what I'm saying? Like we've uh, just come to a point where honestly, I felt very distant from her because I I got so wrapped up in my mind to where I was so jealous and thinking about myself and selfishness and not really thinking about her and her biological. The fact that her dad is still in her life and she's all he's always going to be as long as he's there and he lives like literally down the street. She goes over there more often now because I have to understand that now she's getting older and she's realized she's figuring things out. You know what I'm saying? And I never want to be the parent, step parent to throw shade or throw something in front of her. Like, you know what I mean? A couple times my wife and I, we would, we would talk, but you always got to be careful who's listening, especially when it's your kids. You know, and and I know she's felt the vibes before from her mother and I because, you know, her and I would kind of, me and Vanessa, we would get into it over certain things, you know, with the relationship or or what's going on with dude as far as, you know, her and her and Layla or whether it's a weekend, like it was our weekend. And and that's another thing you got to deal with. You know what I mean? It's like you got to make sure your times are on point when it comes to having your your stepchildren with you. Uh, for those that, that have them 24-7 and the dad's not in the picture, pff, man, power to you because <laughs> that wasn't the case for me. It's not. You know what I mean? But, uh, again, I, I don't try to outbeat anybody being a father. I'm just trying to be the best that I can, and I'm learning as I go. And it's been you know pretty much a learning process for the last five years, and I'm continuing to grow with my family, okay, especially with Layla. Now, a lot of you are probably wondering, well, how was it when Elijah came along? Was Layla jealous? Did you treat Elijah differently than Layla? Well, the answer to that is, did I treat him differently? No, I don't treat any of my kids differently. Okay. Was it different in a sense? Yeah. You know, this was my blood child that came out. You know what I'm saying? That came to this world. 
Yes, there's a bit of a difference. That's my firstborn. Also, the difference is I get him when he was out the womb, when he was zero on his birthday. Okay? Mind you, I, I didn't I didn't get Layla when she was born. Because honestly, I think it would have been a different scenario, situation, her upbringing, if I had something to do with that. Uh, let me know if you guys could relate to that. If, if you became a step-parent when, you know, your stepchild uh, was right, was one years old or just really young, you know what I'm saying? But no, I got her when she was six or seven. So, of course, it was different. You know what I mean? Uh, doesn't mean I love her any less. In fact, I'm, I, I still have to work harder because she's got two dads. Elijah's just got one. My baby girl, Maya, now, she only has one. I love Layla. She knows I do. I do. And do I tell her? Yes, I tell her more. And and now she's starting to, that's another thing. <laughs> Layla is the most, um, how do I say? She's a introvert. You know what I mean? She keeps to herself. She's not the touchy feely person. She doesn't like to really give hugs or express herself. You know, there's a lot of people like me. I'm, I'm one of those that express, like I love to cuddle. I love, you know, like me and my son, we just lay there all day on the couch, you know, like he lays on my chest, like daddy and son. You know what I mean? Layla's not like that. And it's not just with me. It's with my with my wife and I'm sure with her biological as well. Just anybody. So there's a difference there in that. But I'm okay with that. And I'm glad that uh, she's different than, you know, uh, my son. Because I want all three of my children to have different personalities. Obviously, they do already. With her, it's very interesting to see how she has grown from being a young girl at six years old to now getting into, uh, you know, junior high. She's in eighth grade now. And boy, she is shyer than ever. And I'm going, what happened to this Layla? And I would bring up videos and I'd show her old vlogs, you know, from years back. And man, you would just like be all up on the camera and whatnot. But it's just, you know, she's getting older and it's just getting used to that. Guys, we're reaching here towards the end. Um, I can continue on. But if there's something that I haven't touched, I know you, a lot of you may have questions about being a step parent. And, but this was just my own personal experience because that's what I do when I'm on by myself. I will have guests later on, you know what I mean? Sharing their stories and then we can just compare apples to apples. You know what I mean? Or it might be apples to oranges. Who knows? Like I said, everybody's story is different. My situation with Layla is I, I I've shared a few insights and, and now with having two other children in the house, Man, I just, I'm one big, we're one big happy family. I'd like to say, if, if anything, I'm a happy dad and a happy husband, right? And I love how my family comes together for these holiday traditions. And it's my wife who, who, you know, she loves, she loves everything about Christmas. Layla loves everything about Christmas. Elijah is learning now the holidays since he's four, you know, and baby Amaya will soon as well. I will never forget. And I'll end this on this note. Layla, who is my daughter and became my daughter once I became married. And never will I use the word stepdaughter unless I have to in a situation to where somebody looks and goes, man, she looks nothing like you, you know what I'm saying? Or just in conversation, I will always address her as my daughter. Her, on the other hand, she calls me Robert. And a lot of you dads, you are fortunate enough to, to be called dad by your stepchild. Layla calls me Robert. That was another thing that, that I was, I was hopeful for that she would one day just call me dad. If she did that, I would drop to my knees because you don't understand to have that title. You know what I'm saying? When you're acting out that title and for them to give you that title and call you that 
it's just, it would be so revealing. And who knows what she tells her friends. You know what I mean? I know her friends always refer to me as, hey, your dad, your dad this, your dad that. I don't know what she says, though. Uh, I don't know if she corrects them or whatnot, but we did a vlog on that, actually, on our RBG Fam YouTube channel, the real reason why Layla doesn't call me dad. And you guys can check that out, too, if you go over to the YouTube channel. Um, but it's okay. I'm past that again. I'm just trying to be the best that I can with with what we're dealing with here, and I'm learning as I go along. That's the best you can do. You know, sometimes we slack off, but that's like anything. You just got to, you know, get right back into the swing of things because your kids are getting older. And remember, they're going to remember those times, whether they're seven, you know, six, uh, 12, you know, 18, 16. Everything in life is a, is a memory, believe it or not, whether it's good or bad. On that note, if you have a stepchild or maybe you ever, you know, become a step parent, hopefully what I've explained to you has helped out just know I will you know lead by example and your actions will show okay ease your way in you got to ease your way in because it's not easy gaining their trust hey with that being said bring on that unconditional love man like you're supposed to and everything will work out want to thank you once again for listening to the podcast different shades of dad shout out to all the dads out there we got season one episode two in the books Remember, this is where we can all come together and share stories and that are relatable. Hopefully, the step-parent one did. If you have any other questions, you can always email me, odm991 at gmail. If you're listening on Anchor, there's a way you can actually leave me a message and click on it. I think you have to subscribe to Anchor, though, and you can leave me a voicemail. And, I shoot, I might even um, throw it into the next podcast. Who knows uh, on this or anything that's on your mind. You can also on Anchor, don't forget, there's a support button where you can, you know, contribute to the cause, maybe a dollar or two or whatever. That'll help this keep um, continuing on. And eventually we're able to get the right equipment that we need to, you know, to get on camera. And a lot lot of you going, well, you you have a camera. Why don't you put yourself on camera? No, I want to do it right. What I'm looking for is the Rodecaster Pro. (laughs) So Google that because that's the legit podcasting machine. and, And you can have multiple people on there. So other than that, um, have a blessed one. God bless you and your family, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Time to step it up and be a role model. Do the best you can. Keep that hand on the throttle. It starts with the will. Guidance will continue. Different shades of dad because the dad lives in you.